Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You guys married here? Will we? Oh, all right. When you get married? April? Next April? Save that day. Good day. I'll tell you right now, you need some accountability in your life, sir. Good luck. Be lasting a year. <laughs> That's across the line. I'm sorry. Wow. Check your heart, John Christ. It's all clickbait nowadays. Yeah. Baptist Church has voted to accept the LGBT community, putting them actually at odds now with many in their denomination. Churches are a cornerstone of American life. Do you know what the internet desperately needs? More clickbait. clickbait. I'm Chris Prince, and this is Clickbait Church, a podcast about culture, how the church fits into it, and what we can learn from each other. Listen up. You won't believe your ears. Well, on today's podcast, I'm attempting to tackle a tough subject of cancel culture, Christian celebrities, and how we should respond. But first, here's a quick word from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering my listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash clickbaitchurch and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening today. It's that easy. And, and look, guys, I love Audible. It's really the only time I have to get into a book these days. It's, it's just by listening to it. It's like a long-form podcast, if you will, about a specific subject. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash clickbaitchurch. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash clickbaitchurch for your free audiobook. On November 6 of 2019, Charisma News, a website for Charisma Magazine, a Christian cultural magazine, released an article about comedian John Christ with reports of sexual harassment, manipulation, and more spanning the last 10 years or so. The article specifically references six women who John attempted to or had relationships with and references many more that were not interviewed. It was clear from the accusations of the article that John had issues, and he even responded with a statement that confirmed as much. He said this, Over the past number of years, various women have accused me of behavior that has been hurtful to them. While I am not guilty of everything I've been accused of, I confess to being guilty of this. I have treated relationships with women far too casually, and in some cases, even recklessly. My behavior has been destructive and sinful. I've sinned against God, against women, and the people who I love the most. I have violated my own Christian beliefs, convictions, and values, and have hurt many people in the process. I am sorry for the hurt and pain that I have caused these women and will continue to seek their forgiveness. I have also hurt the name of Jesus and have sought His forgiveness. Now, while this story is sad, it shouldn't necessarily be unexpected. We, as Christians, have set up Christian celebrities to fail too often because we place them on a pedestal, expecting greatness without ever offering accountability. 
John Christ is not the first nor the last famous Christian to have bad information released about him. I could speak for an entire podcast about well-known pastors that have publicly failed, but I do want to mention a few because the response as Christians is what makes the difference. What can we learn from these situations? What can we do better as Christians? In 2014, megachurch pastor Mark Driscoll resigned as a pastor from Mars Hill Church after being removed from leadership two months prior due to anger, arrogance, and leading the church in a domineering manner. More so, he had used church funds over $200,000 to boost book sales that he published and personally profited from. In 2016, New Spring Church of South Carolina had to fire their pastor, Perry Noble, over his abuse of alcohol and the actions it caused him to have while at church. Perry tried to get back into preaching quickly after, and when it backfired, he became a church consultant to help people grow their churches. Earlier this year, he started another church called Second Chance Church. And just this month, Pastor James McDonald, founder of Harvest Baptist Church and Walk in the Word Radio Ministries, was fired from his church because of conduct harmful to the best interest of the church. Here's what that translates to. McDonald had a gambling problem that included church finances. He attempted to hire a hitman for murder of his son-in-law. He used church funds to purchase vehicles for friends. And lastly, he was abusive to church leadership and members that disagreed with him. Or what about Christian musical artists or authors who have pulled away from Christianity or suffered scandals? Up-and-coming Christian artist Jackie Velasquez was famous in the 1990s, but after getting divorced within two years of marriage in 2005, has spent years trying to rebuild her career. Then there's Joshua Harris, the author of I Kiss Dating Goodbye, who kissed Christianity goodbye, saying he's no longer a Christian. He was a pastor in Maryland and stepped down in 2018, divorcing his wife earlier this year and now walking away from faith completely. The list goes on and on from pastors to musical artists to authors and people who we elevate as Christian examples. They fail. And I'm not sure if we ever stop to ask why. Popular Christian singer Lauren Daigle was invited to the Ellen DeGeneres show last year, and after performing songs on the show live and getting to share her name and message, she was brought under fire since Ellen is a lesbian. A few weeks later, Lauren was put on the spot on a radio show with this question, do you feel that homosexuality is a sin? Now, before you jump to conclusions that the answer is black and white, is it? What are the implications of that question? Is the answer speaking to the act of homosexuality or the people who are homosexual? How will people take that question and use it against you? So, what was Lauren's answer? Well, since we're talking about Ellen, do you feel that homosexuality is a sin? You know, I I can't honestly answer on that in the sense of I have too many people that I love that they are homosexual. Um... I don't know. I actually had a conversation with someone last night about it. And I was like, I can't say one way or the other. I, I'm not God. Christians blew up. They were so angry at a person trying to answer a question the best way they knew how on public radio with the least amount of backfire. Now, Hashtag cancel culture is a real thing. If you followed any of the Me Too movement happening in Hollywood, you have seen cancel culture at work. You've seen famous people lose jobs and careers and their livelihood over mistakes from their past that has popped up out of seemingly nowhere so that they can be canceled. Now, most of these people have actually been bad people in the acts that they've made. But regardless, there is a culture of assuming the worst, assuming any report is true and canceling that person to the best of our ability. 
Christian cancel culture is even worse in my opinion. Christian cancel culture is when we cancel Christians for them not being Christian enough. And interestingly enough, John Christ had a few things to say about Christians when the Lauren Daigle thing happened. Dude, Lauren Daigle, bro, has done more for the kingdom in, in a year, in a year, than you will do in five lifetimes. I'm sorry. Is, isn't the, like, wow, I thought she was a Christian. I thought he was a Christian. Like, isn't that... Are we not just, like, tired? Are you not tired of that argument? It's so, so shallow. I'm not even lying to you. I probably did 27 things yesterday that you, if you would have witnessed, you'd be like, wow, I thought he was a Christian. I scrolled my Instagram for too long. I should have been reading the Bible. Uh, I cut someone off when I was trying to get into the Taco Bell drive-thru. I, I mean... Freaking Lauren Daigle, like, I'm sorry, but like hundreds of songs, like lifting up the name of the Lord and led people to the kingdom and uh, articles and, and stories about her. And one time she doesn't say something that is how you liked it. Get out. I'm saying, sure, we should all be held to a higher standard and all that. I get all that. But if you have a negative opinion about another person that you don't know personally, just like have it and then just like throw it away. You know what I'm saying? You're going to come out with your, like, pious, like, John Gray or Lauren Daigle, like, trash talk. Then every tweet, every song that gets played, every post, every Instagram that glorifies the name of the Lord, you should just be celebrating. Like, thank you. We love you. If you're not, then shut up. Yeah, in retrospect, John, that didn't pan out well for you. But part of what he's saying is true. We need to evaluate when we are trying to cancel Christians and think about how it's coming across. This past weekend, I sat down at the dinner table with my family, and my dad mentioned that my Starbucks cup only had Merry Coffee on it instead of Merry Christmas, and that some people were already upset about that. Do y'all remember when Starbucks had a huge backlash and all the Christians were going to boycott them into non-existence because that Facebook preacher noticed their Christmas cup said Happy Holidays? Like, why, why is that a big deal? Starbucks has sold a Christmas blend coffee in their store since 1984, but God forbid they say happy holidays starting in November to cover all the holidays on one cup. And why are we so worried about companies being Christ-based and focused around this when we know that not everyone is a Christian? We get that. We are not trying to force Christ down anyone's throat, but let's make sure and force it onto their cup that they're going to drink coffee down their throat with. <sighs> Sorry, I digress. Here's what is interesting to me about Christian cancel culture. Normal cancel culture is calling out celebrities and public figures for terrible things they have done, normally sexually or abusive. But Christian cancel culture calls out Christians for things they aren't doing that aren't Christian enough, while also making Christians look worse publicly. Oh look, the Christians are freaking out because there's a war on Christmas again. There is no war on Christmas! Oh look, the Christians are freaking out because Kanye West says he's a Christian now. Who cares if he flips on all of us in a year? Let's celebrate Jesus being glorified and his name being proclaimed to millions more than normal because of a sinful man. Like, I just honestly do not understand why Christian cancel culture exists because it never makes us look good. All it ever does is make us look bad. So how should we respond? Well, I've got three things that we should do. Number one, stop using social media to share your opinions on everything. Now, I am the worst offender of this in years past, 
I have gotten into all-out wars on Facebook posts, minister forums, and comment sections over things I didn't agree with, and it was public for hundreds if not thousands of people to see. And you know what the best part about a podcast is? Your audience doesn't talk back. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But seriously, I was the biggest offender of this issue because I was so caught up in making sure that my opinion was known and that I fixed people with bad opinions. If you've ever changed your mind because of a Facebook post, I will give you $50 because there is a one in one billion chance that has ever happened. But if you are a part of a growing church, if you are friends with non-Christians on social media, if you are a publicly proclaiming Christian and you are posting things that will cause others to ignore Christianity or judge Christianity because of your opinions, then for the love of all that is holy, stop. Stop sharing 100 political posts a day. You are ostracizing yourself from people that don't agree politically with you, but that are Christians. In case you aren't aware, Christians can be Republican, Democrat, or Independent and still go to heaven. And stop posting on public Facebook like you are reprimanding fellow Christians. That would be like getting rid of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts and giving the rest of the New Testament to non-believers expecting them to be Christians now. Stop it. And again, I'm speaking to myself. I literally did this last week about Kanye West. If we ever want to get to the place where we are actually connecting with non-Christians and bringing them to Christ, we've got to get past the part where we are always talking down to Christians and actually talking Jesus up to non-Christians. So number two, start using social media to point people to Jesus. Here's the hard part. You can share funny things about your family. You can share images and videos from your church or your job, but you just need to make sure that everything you share is building the name of Jesus up and not tearing the name of Jesus down. We don't need to see more videos of what Christians are doing wrong these days. We don't need to see more articles about what a specific type of Christian needs to do better. There is always someone more conservative than you and someone more liberal than you. Don't get caught up in a war of claiming to be the middle ground religiously. You end up pushing others away. And number three, be mindful and prayerful of who you support and promote. As a 31-year-old minister who has experienced idols, heroes, mentors, and friends fall publicly or privately into sin that compromise ministry, I have learned to be more careful in who I promote publicly and more prayerful in who I support privately. We are all human and we all will sin and fail at some point in life. Heaven forbid it is as publicly as some of the ones I've discussed today. But it is our responsibility as Christians to be mindful of who and how we promote others. Last month, I went to a John Chris show while on vacation, and I laughed my head off. He was hilarious, and he had some really good things to say about Christianity and proclaiming Jesus. But since the news of his failure has been revealed, I've often thought, if John knew then about that story, did he know it was being written, and then any day now he was going to be canceled as a Christian? In the article about his moral failure, there's a string of texts back and forth between him and a girl named Sarah, and she said this, I just want you to know that you have such a platform. If you would change, you could use your platform for such extraordinary things. I can't imagine how heavy life must be. You're constantly trying to keep track of your lies and running from your lies and waiting for the other shoe to drop. And here's what John Crest replied with. He said, you're right. There are days that I just wish everything would come out all at once so it would finally be done. And I don't know about you, but that actually kind of resonated with me as a Christian. The idea that sometimes we build ourselves into this persona of the perfect Christian. Maybe you're in ministry and you, and you definitely understand what it's like to live in a glass house thinking that you have to portray perfect 
Christianity at all time and ministry in a way that that people believe you are right and that you are good at all times. And in reality, we are all sinners. We all fail constantly and we all are making mistakes and yet acting as though we don't so that others don't think less of us. In this Christian cancel culture that we have, we're always looking to cancel someone else while acting as though we have no reason to be canceled ourselves. And sometimes I'm like John. Maybe maybe it would be better if all we had to do was just post about all the sin that we did constantly. Maybe it truly would be easier if we didn't have to live in such a way that everything looked perfect. But instead, what do we do? We get on social media and we post about our perfect Christian lives and the way that we everything looks perfect and everything looks good, that everything's going great, and that we don't have any problems, that we don't have any issues, unless you're the person that posts all your issues and problems on Facebook. Non-believers are not looking for someone who has it all together and is perfect. In reality, non-believers are looking for people kind of like Kanye West, kind of like John Christ, kind of like maybe you and me, if we would just be honest. They're looking for people who are willing to admit when they mess up, who are willing to admit that they're not perfect, who are willing to admit that being a Christian does not mean that life quits being hard, that Jesus fixes everything in your life, and that you were constantly worrying about whether or not you're perfect. In fact, on the flip side, Jesus is not Dog the Bounty Hunter chasing you around at all times to remind you of your sin. Jesus truly forgives us of our sin. We are the ones who are always worried about that sin coming back to haunt us. We're always the ones who are worried about that sin as though we can't get rid of it. We can't let go of it. So how should we respond to people like John Christ? Well, cautiously. Cautiously, we should forgive them. And after a time, I believe we should let him do comedy again. I don't believe that anyone's sins or faults should discount them from being able to do what they were called to do. I don't believe that just because John made some mistakes, granted big mistakes, but just because he made those mistakes shouldn't put him at a place where he's unable to ever do comedy again, where he's unable to ever be able to have a voice again. But I do believe that we should also hold him accountable, that we should not allow him to get to a place where he feels confident that he can get away with anything and everything in the way that he was for the last 10 years. We should hold him accountable just like we ourselves should be accountable. I have people that can speak directly into my life and make sure and put me on the spot when I'm doing something wrong. Recently, I had a minister reach out to me that's probably 20 or 30 years older than me and ask me, do you think that your podcast is good for this type of people? What about non-believers? What about uh, teenagers? Do you believe that your podcast can reach those people? And honestly, while my answer immediately was, yeah, I do, it did make me stop and think for a second. Am I careful with the things that I say, the people that I promote, the way that I speak? Am I careful with that in a way that makes sure that I am promoting the right things to a host of amount of people? The podcast is on the internet. 
The internet is hard to get rid of. It's hard to make go away. It's out there, and it's not out there for just a specific type of people. Any random person can stumble across my podcast by searching certain words, and the next thing you know, they're listening to some guy that they don't know talking about subjects they may not even understand, but am I being relevant enough, and am I connecting with people in a way that believers, non-believers, teenagers, adults, children, anyone could listen and me not deceive them? I hope that I am, and that's my goal definitely with Clickbait Church, but it doesn't stop me from having that existential crisis of what am I here for and what is this podcast here for? How are we as the church truly reaching others? So here's the last thing I'd like to say on the subject of Christian celebrities, Christian cancel culture, and how we should respond. I have a goal in life to be known for what I am for, rather than what I'm against, and more so that I'm remembered for what God did through me than what I ever accomplished on my own. I refuse to be a failed church planner. I refuse to be known as a goody-two-shoes version of a Christian. I strive daily to be mindful of how I discuss Christianity publicly, how I discuss my faith privately, and how I deal with it personally. So while I enjoy a good laugh from a comedian or a good song from the new fresh band or a great sermon from the latest social media pastor, I don't ever want to get so caught up in the culture of it that I lose sight of my mission or my calling to tell others about Christ and constantly point people to him. I wasn't called to be perfect. I wasn't called to be the savior of Christianity on social media. I was called to point others to him. And I choose to do that with my podcast, with my social media posts, with my everyday life and with everything that I do. So why don't you join me on that cause? Let's keep each other accountable. Well, that's Clickbait Church, hosted by me, Chris Prince. I hope you're enjoying my little experiment. You can follow or subscribe to Clickbait Church on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or any other app that you use to get notified of every new episode. Check out clickbaitchurch.com for a list of your favorite podcast sources. This episode was written and produced by me. The theme music comes from Andrew Appleby. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.